Day Church podcast. Jordan, good to have you along. It's good to be back, man. We uh, got some, had a bit of time away. Uh, time off, yeah. Bit of a holiday. Well, not really. No, not really. Life got busy, things got hard. Um, and yeah, you got to sometimes reprioritize, take some time off, recharge. Well, it's not really that. We, we had a bit of sickness and a bit of things going on in the family, which uh, made it difficult to get together. It did. We just kind of couldn't get our calendars to work out, and then there was a bit of giving up, and then there was a, we should podcast again. We should, we should get back to it. So welcome to the Everyday Church uh, podcast. Uh, Jordan Gorsey, uh, myself, Barry Littleford, just uh, two pastors mm-hmm. chewing the fat, really, uh, yeah. for Everyday Churches. We don't uh, look after big churches, uh, no. but uh, faithful churches, mm. and uh, that's what most Small-time pastors uh, call their churches faithful. <laughs> I, well, I, I pastor a small church, but we have big dreams. Big dreams. And the Everyday Church podcast is for leaders uh, in, in a similar situation, uh, having big, big dreams, believing that God will actually build His church and that He calls us to be faithful leaders in the middle. Um, so we're going to have a great discussion today. We're going to discuss um, something quite interesting. We're going to talk about the power of encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking really good today, man. Mate, I was going to say the same thing. I just love what you've done with your hair. Oh, thank you. My three strands are going really it's, well. It's how you've used them. The comb over yeah. is, a, is coming back. It, it's making a, a resurgence. It is. It is. You, you, are, you are bang on, mate. Uh, but in all seriousness, we're going to talk about encouragement. Um, why? Because well, I think every church needs it. Well, I think there's there's a certain amount of uh, positivity that you're going to bring as mm. as a leader. But a, as we continue to move forward, I mean, uh, particularly as I started in a new church in the last six months, uh, God's really been speaking to me about how much I, I give out encouragement, or probably the lack of how much I give out I encouragement. Gonna, I was going <laughs> to say you you are someone that gives it out in little portions, but when you do, you know that you really mean it. And that's that's a part of the justification that I've been <laughs> I've been working on is that uh, I, I am a truth teller, yeah. And so when I give encouragement, I've really got to mean it, yeah. yeah. Um, but God's really been stretching me to say, well, that you're just going to mean it more often, yeah, <laughs> and, wow. and find different ways of meaning it, mm. um, other than just going, well, I got nothing that I can give you. And so I'm not going to say anything, yeah. which is probably where I was before. And, yeah. you know, as I said, my justification for that, if I encouraged you, you've really deserved it. Yeah. I kind of knew when I did something. <laughs> I was like, wow, even, even Barry noticed. Like, woo-hoo-hoo, gold <laughs> yeah. star. Yeah, yeah. But, but you no, know, yeah, you're right. God sometimes comes and whacks you over the head with a big stick. And, sometimes. Oh, okay. And uh, for for me, this has been a part of the encouragement that I've had to uh, to look at doing. So I've been far more intentional mm. in the last six months in uh, trying to e- encourage people in in what they do, and uh, and even if it is you, you did well or you tried hard or yeah, yeah. something, um, I, I've kind of come to the point of understanding how valuable that is for people who particularly aren't sure or are trying to discover their gifts or whatever, that encouragement goes a long way. Well, it's interesting that you, you've said that. I, I'd love to, to, to hear your thoughts then because being someone that kind of withheld it because you wanted your feedback to have value, now changing with God's encouragement to give it more often, do you feel that 
your fears of of your encouragement being less valuable uh, has actually come to pass or what what's your reflection on that as you give it out more no i i think i think that most people just love to be encouraged yeah and and you know the the old um the old uh, wise saying, I suppose you could say that you you attract more flies with honey than you do with vinegar, mm-hmm. or whatever. It, whatever the it saying is, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the, the uh, sweetness attracts more than bitterness. That's yeah. that's the essence of it. And, and to a lot of a lot of cases, that's true. For me, it was just about trying to work out how I could do it faithfully, yeah, and and not do it in a way that I didn't actually agree with. And that was my struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I found that I, that most people really do want to be encouraged, but they also want to know the truth as well. Yeah. And so a lot of people who walk off from doing whatever they're doing, they nine times out of ten know whether it's been really bad or, or okay yeah. or really good. And, and some people walk off it thinking it's really good and it's really bad. Yep. Uh, some people will walk off thinking it's really bad and it's really good. And, and so it's about uh, having wisdom then to encourage those that need to be encouraged mm. and um, and finding a way of saying that uh, truthfully and honestly. And for me, it's the honest, honestly thing yeah. that I really had to grapple with. And a part of that, I think, was just my heart mm. and uh, really desiring... Uh, to do it, so I had to then look for ways in which I can engage my heart in a positive way in what was happening. So have you found yourself uh, having to be a little bit more crafty in the words that you use? Uh, not so much. Like for me, that being crafty in the words you use is actually trying to bend the truth. Yeah, okay. Okay, and maybe that's just me. Mm. There are some people who are natural encouragers. Like yeah. they encourage, you know... You walk outside and you go, man, you walked outside well. And that, you know, that just, that does my head in. I'm just yeah. not wired that way yeah, at all. Yeah. And, but there are some people who are just naturally that way inclined and yep. God bless them for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but but for me, it wasn't about trying to, um, you know, manipulate my words. So it was, it was just, I think, just having a genuine heart yeah. to go, you're okay. Mm. Mm. And I think it was that was what I I had to find yeah, was yeah. that that heart to say, Good on you. Yeah. You know? Um and I think it really stemmed from giving people opportunity to preach for the first time. Mm. And, and I and I realized that there is nothing negative you can say when someone preaches for the first time. Mm. Like you can't. All you can do is go, you know what, for the first time yeah. you did amazing. Mm. And and it doesn't matter who preaches for the first time. Yeah, that's going to be my response because genuinely, just getting up there and having something come out of your mouth, that's a win. And, <laughs> and willing to give it a go for me is a win. Yeah, and, and so I think it started from there, and then I looked at okay, am I ju- am I judging people mm. to a standard, or should I just be going, you gave it a go? Yeah. God bless you. God God wants to bless you for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. And I guess we, we have to be quite wary of our heart as well because sometimes when we're, we're giving people opportunities to do different things within the church, we'll always compare it with our ability to do it as well. Yeah. And when they do it poorly, uh, we might feel a, a sense of, oh, I can really encourage you. I can I can build you up. 
But when someone actually does something and they do it really well and they do it perhaps even better than you could have done it or they bring a fresh perspective that you didn't see, all of a sudden there's this uh, opportunity to get quite defensive and to kind of lock it away. And with that, you lock away the encouragement. Mm. But uh, So I think there needs to be within a leader um, a real... Uh, real concrete foundation that you know you are gifted in what you are gifted and you can do the best that you can do and that we are called to encourage so that there's never any comparison like that and we need to kind of remove that as much as we can because i would say maybe 80 percent of the time the first time someone gives something a go they will never do it quite as well as you've done it well yeah. because you've done it longer and right. you know you've got the experience and, but we need to be willing to give people the go and then to back that up with encouragement. I see encouragement as such a thing that builds people up and that is such a biblical principle to, to build people up with what we say. And there's great power in what we say. You know, if you withhold something, I think that's actually, that's quite a, um, a disservice to the person is to withhold something. And I was listening to a podcast, oh gee, it would have been a few weeks ago. It was, it was Craig Rochelle. Okay. doing a marriage podcast, uh, oh. a series called The Vow. And he said, one of the golden rules to marriage is to never withhold praise from your spouse. Never okay. never, never withhold it. Yeah. He said, if you have something nice to say, say, say it. it. Yeah. And I thought, that's outstanding, of course. And, and I brought that into my marriage. I thought, well, sure. And I, I think there's been a few times I've encouraged Steph and she thought, well, thanks. That's a bit weird, but thank you. I, was, I, I said, sorry, honey, it just kind of popped into my head. You're, you're a good shopper or you're a good this or what, the way you did that. And it, it has changed my mind because the opposite of not saying it is to withhold it. And I think within the church, if we can approach it honestly and with, with humility and with wisdom, I don't think we should ever withhold praise mm. when praise is due. When something good comes into our head about someone and they're there, it should be something that flows out of us because there's even a chance that might be a word from God as well. That's it right. might be something that God wants to instill in them that they can't hear for themselves or they can't discern yep. God's voice for themselves and you get to be that voice in their life. That is incredibly encouraging. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like the same with prayer. When we think, oh, this person needs prayer, yeah. we should actually just go, let me pray for you, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, straight away. And, and, and I like that. You know, if, if the, the word of encouragement comes to you, then... Yeah then pass it on as quickly as you receive it yeah, yeah. Uh, to be a blessing to others. And I think particularly for the pastors who may be listening to this, I'm not sure if we do or not, um, but if you're out there, pastors, uh, God bless you. Uh, there's my encouragement. Um, <laughs> trying. Um, the, though uh, we always get asked, how's your church going? Yeah, yeah. You know, we always get asked, you know, yeah, what's well. going on. And for the pastor, you know, you know, I'd be like, well, they haven't kicked me out yet. It's kind of <laughs> like, but but there's even a sense now where we just we've got to we've got to talk up our people. Yeah. Well, you know, not in a fake way, but actually be encouraging about the words we use about our mm-hmm. people to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, I don't know where it's like in other other places in the world, but in Adelaide, the Christian scene mm. is pretty small. Yeah, yeah. And, it's uh, a close network of people. It really is. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, uh, it, it doesn't take long to for a vibe to get around. Mm. And so we need to really be encouraging 
uh, in our words and positive in our words to yeah. other people about what's going on in the life yeah. of our church. Yeah, and, and honestly, of course, as well, because oh, the, the yeah. opposite of that is actually being a little bit more puffed up about your church <laughs> than what true. you actually are. Yeah, yeah. You know, saying you had this many people in your service, but it was a baptism service <laughs> and there was extended family. That's not your regular, you know, it's all about being honest with it, but you're right. That, that's the photos you put on yeah, your webpage. That's, <laughs> that's the hero photo on your webpage is the baptism service. But we have to be honest about it, but also, yes, we should be portraying um, the most positive light that we can for our church because as leaders we should be looking for the positive we should be the optimist we should be the one with our heads in the clouds perhaps with our feet in reality but we should be dreaming and we should be believing that our churches you know maybe they are small but they're going somewhere mm. and that's that if man if that was the word that got around adelaide that's an that's a that's a revival starting kind of word mm. it's saying yeah yeah we're small and maybe you know i mean Malala, I'm I'm in the wilderness, but there's there's a voice crying out. You know, it, yeah, it yeah. builds that that real sense that the spirit is doing something, and that's the kingdom of God. The spirit is always doing something, and you giving a positive spin, and not even a spin, just a positive perspective yeah. on your church can encourage someone who might be approaching a conversation with you with a negative perspective of their ministry in their church. And and you are going to have uh, people who we're like me, mm. uh, who will be the naysayers, mm. you know, who will say the church is not reaching the mark, the church is not doing this, people aren't yeah. doing this, why aren't there enough people to fill rosters? Mm. You know, why can't everyone be like me? There, there, There is going to be that talk. Yeah. But as we go along and go, look, I, I'm just, mm. I, I, I'm thankful that people are yeah. rocking up. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful that people are, uh, willing to hear the word, I'm, th- you know, I'm, you know, and and you can counteract that naysaying yeah, yeah. with the encouragement of going, no, no, just God is at work. Yeah, you can, yeah. And, right. and we might not see everything that God's at work mm. with, but God is at work yeah. uh, in in the church. Yeah. Because as soon as we start being uh, negative or withholding that uh, uh, that uh, positivity or that encouragement, mm. we allow space for the naysayers to yeah. actually yeah. breed. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but I've been a part of churches where the, the naysayers gain momentum, yeah. and and it's it's it it brings death to a congregation. Yeah, well, there, there's there is something about negativity that's passive. You kind of just kind of submit to it. It's all over. You kind of lay down. And the negativity washes over you. There is something active, and there is something. Const- there's something that expends something from you when you choose to be positive. Because sometimes you have to see the positivity when the reality isn't showing it at all. It's be- to be the optimist, to to look to the kingdom of God, not to the the reality that you're in right now, is hard work. So you're right. There there is momentum that that is built with negativity. And that's why the leader needs to be, you know, he needs to be the minority at times. He needs to be the voice that's saying, no, no, no. Just because it's like this now doesn't mean this is what God's plan is for the future. We need to be able to really speak that, that, that positive word into people's lives because the reality is ministry is really hard. Yeah. It, you know, I've been in it for like two seconds. You've been in it for 10 seconds, but it's hard work. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's always going to be hard work. And the sad thing is I've met some ministers. I, I, is this just, a word of encouragement? Just, just full stop. <laughs> I've met some ministers, full stop. Um that that have lost that zeal and that passion for what they once had because the reality of their church or the reality of their perspective at the moment has just sapped the life from them. 
And when I chat with them, when I talk with them, they don't have a lot of positive things to say. And it, it's draining to hear it. Mm. It takes something from me. It takes something from them. No one gains from that. And I think, you know, if you're listening in today, I want to encourage you to be the voice of change, to be mm. the voice that says, no, that's not how it's always going to be. No, God is at work and there is more to come. You know, the, the, the cliche statement that I see, you know, there's all the, the kind of current statements you'll see on people's billboards. Like there's the welcome home one. That's, yeah, that's a know, big one at the moment. You know, yep. Huge one. But one of the ones that I've coined because I like it is that your best days are ahead of you, not behind you. You know, that seems to be on a lot of people's welcome boards. It seems to be on Instagram a lot. But I like it. It's, it, it. It is reminding people that there is better days coming. It doesn't matter how good your glory days were. There's something new on the horizon. That perspective of, of what's coming, that, that, that's kingdom focused. Mm. And I think as leaders, we need to be kingdom focused. And with that, bring encouragement. And with, with that, bring positivity. And I think with that, you'll grow your church. Yeah, and that's great. And, and, and ministry is hard because we hear all the stories as ministers yeah. and, and we have all the complaints and we have all, all the naysaying yeah. and we wear all that on our shoulders. Mm. And a part of our spiritual discipline, I think, is to hand that over yeah. to God and, and then say, well, God, now give me the words mm. to, to speak life into yeah, yeah. Uh, these situations. And I think that just as naysaying can wash over people so can words of encouragement if you build that momentum of encouragement and you go to some churches where they do um uh encourage people to speak life over each other Mm. and and go to um you know and 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 the atmosphere is different yeah yeah. because they're wanting to uh their words to be a blessing to people yeah um and so we got to find that within ourselves and then lead that in for other people and, you know, I've met some people uh, recently, even that are younger than me, um, who just have that desire to encourage and actually to give words of knowledge as well. Mm. Um, and I'm just, I'd be in a worship service and I'm just watching this, you know, maybe 18, 19 year old uh, guy just kind of walk around and say, hey, can I pray with you? And just, and he'll just lay out visions upon them. He'll just encourage them. And I actually had a, a bit of a word for him. And he, he was in one of the foyers and I said to him, you know what, God, what, what you're saying to people is truth. What you're saying is building people up. And I just believe that God wants to use this gift of yours outside of the worship service and in, you know, just in the workplace. So he, he wants to use it outside of the atmosphere of worship. Um, and it was just a word of encouragement. And through speaking it, 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 it was confirmed as a, as a word from God. There is, there is power when you release your mm. praise of other people. When you lift people up, God enters into that and, and starts to say different things. It, it is an encouraging thing. You know, and I think one of the things I've I learned, I stumbled upon, I think it was Hillsong's uh, couple of guidelines for their preaching. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can ever find it, it's a fascinating read. It's pretty short. But one of them was, if you can say something negatively, I want you to say it positively. Um, doesn't matter of what the message is, you can always gear it in a positive light. So do so. And I thought that was that was really profound because there are so many times, even in our preaching, in any form of life, you can say the same thing in two different ways. You can say it in a way that builds people up, or you can say it in a way that we, in quotes, say convicts people, but actually puts people down. Yeah, you know. And I thought that's a really refreshing way of looking at it when we're preaching, but also just when we're living our lives. If you can say it in a positive way, that's the way I, I would encourage you to say it. Ministry might sap it out of you. Reality might sap it out of you. But we need to be the voice, perhaps even in the wilderness, saying, no, 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 there, there is something better coming and God is at work in a big way. 
And we can't underestimate, uh, particularly as pastors, but even as church members, um, how our words of encouragement builds that that positive atmosphere within the life of the church. Yeah, yeah. You start talking about how the church is encouraging you in mm. your faith and in your life, then you start to become a witness to those around you. Yeah. If you're in leadership or in a pastor, you start talking positively about what you see God doing within the life of the people. Mm. That creates an atmosphere within the place. Yeah. And if all you see, and I'm guilty of this, if all you see is the lack of potential mm. instead of saying, what is emerging potential? Yeah. Uh, then um, you, you, I don't. You know, God's really challenging me that that's mm. not the best way to do it. Yeah. So, so I've got to start saying, communicating the potential that I see, mm. not the unfulfilledness that I see. Yeah, it's a big challenge. And um, but but be encouraged today. You know, this is uh, important things to pursue. Um, you were, you were telling me yesterday that you bumped into someone recently that you spoke a bit of a word over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us about I, I was pretty encouraged by that, man. And this, this is a story that shows you the power of encouragement and allowing God to speak into that encouragement. Well, I spoke at a Lutheran state youth camp back, mm. oh, I don't know, it must have been 2002. Yeah, so right. 15 years ago, yeah, yeah. I reckon at least. And, um, and one of the things I did at this Lutheran camp was I, I like to bring a bit of spiritual, uh, you know, Holy Spirit gifting yeah. to my speaking in those camps. And uh, and uh, but the, the Lutherans have a pretty locked down system. God bless them. <laughs> uh, and I simply said, can can I just offer an opportunity mm. to give a word from God to anyone who wants to receive it after you've done your program and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, so about nine o'clock on the Sunday night, everything had um, everything had closed. You know, finished up, and uh, and I just started to um, give. Uh, you know, there was a small line, so I just started praying for people and giving people a word. And mm. and uh, wh- one of one of the guys that I met just a couple of months ago was at that camp 15 years ago, wow. and said that I gave him a word that that he would be in ministry, uh, and now he is, and yeah. and and that is just held in his heart for such wow. a long time. Yeah. Um, over that you know, over that 15 years. Wow. And, and God's just continued to affirm that mm. within him step by step. And so yeah. now he's he's in ministry in a local high school and and in different areas of the yeah. life of the church. Yeah. And so that's exciting. It's a, it's a powerful story. I love that terminology. It kind of held in his heart. Yeah, yeah. We, we as leaders need to hold that positive word in our hearts. But then when we impart it on other people, it sits there. It, it does something and it, it can change people's lives. Uh, and all it could be is... That was a great message. Or, you know what? You handled that really well. Mm. Or, I, I love the way that you serve. You know, they might have served for 20 years, but they never might have had the encouragement they needed. And maybe you're the voice. Maybe you're the one that can speak it into them. And it might give them the energy to continue to serve into the future. Or, or who knows what God might do through you as you allow the good things that you feel in your heart towards other people um, to overflow in your conversations. Who knows what God can do? I believe God can do great things through it. Um, but for our time today, we're probably going to wrap it up. Yeah. But you know what, man? It feels good to be back. <laughs> it does feel good to be back. <laughs> and uh, what a uh, what a great uh, blessing it is to be able to have you know to share our thoughts yeah. and to have uh, people out there listening. Yeah. And uh, look, if this has been helpful for you, we encourage you to share it. Yeah. We're on the social media platforms. Uh, please uh, look us up um, uh, and
and uh, they're in the. They'll be in the. We don't have show notes, really, do we? But no, we don't really have any show notes. But we would love your feedback. We have uh, an email address. You can contact us at contact at openministries.net. Um, or just flick us a message on our Facebook or Instagram page. We want to communicate with you. Uh, we want to hear your questions, your ideas, your feedback. Maybe you can encourage us. Maybe we can encourage you. Who knows what can happen. But hopefully, uh, by God's grace, we'll be back next week for another episode. But until and, then. And yeah, well, we just we just hope and pray that people dig our new intro and outro music. Yes, we haven't even mixed this yet. We're recording and we're about to mix the sounds later. Uh, let us know what you think. We're trying something new. Um, we'll catch you next week. God bless. God bless.